Listener Production. Relish, chutney, hollandaise or HB. Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkeys, you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I've previously proven my psychic abilities on this show before, but it seems like proven? you might be a little bit little bit psychic. Proven? Yes, okay. Two pregnancy dreams out of two is proof, okay? Any I know I've I've read a lot about peer reviewing in this whole pandemic, and I think you'll find that all of my psychics will agree with me. All I of, have got the skills. All of your pregnant ladies can attest that uh, you picked it before anyone. Yeah, but you you said something uh, before you went on break that I believe was a bit of an indication that you know that I'm held psychic. my future. They had a glimpse into my future over the break. So I'm going to dive into that right. in a little bit. Well, I look forward uh, to... Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I know what you're going to say, but <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to you listening, finding out what that's about. Uh, also today, very, very excited to be having a chat to this band. Ethel Jake from the bands, the brains behind the operation, will be giving us a ring uh, live from WA to let you know exactly what's going on with their brand new song, which drops today. It's called Matters. We'll be able to hear a little bit of it later and uh, have a chat to Jake, see how he's going. He came in, in for, like a version, played um, Cry Me a River by JT when we oh, were there. June. Remember it like it was yesterday. Cry me a river. <laughs> I think Jake did it a bit better than me just then, but let's uh, let's worry about that. Hey, uh, leftovers will be up as well. We'll be finding out all the messages we didn't have time to read uh, earlier in the week. Can't wait to jump it right in. Let's do it. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. And now it comes to the time of Matt and Alex, all day breakfast, where we get a little bit of Hollywood gossip. Uh, courtesy of producer Bron and Matt O'Kine, our team. We're pretty pumped about this, aren't we, Bron? Very pumped. You're so excited. Loves it. <laughs> What's going on? Well, Matt, you mentioned a while back that you, you're appearing in Nine Perfect Strangers. I'm I like, got cut. I'm four eps in and I was looking <laughs> I for got you. cut. No! I got cut. What? <laughs> you went all the way up to the hinterland. Yep. Or whatever. You had to yep. you had to wear linen Filmed for all these days. Melissa McCarthy. I was dressed up as a detective. Had the sh- had the short detective hair going. Um, learnt my lines. Well, my line. What was your line? Uh, it was, certainly had nothing to do with Lobster Bay, which is a little <laughs> bit of a disappointment. Okay. Um, no, it was a couple of lines. It was uh, Mrs. Mrs. Nolte. Mrs. Nolte. It was that it was that sort of stuff. Like uh, you know, uh, what can you? Um, what, why do you think he would have done this to you, or something like that? Is it based in America? Anyways, yeah, yeah, it's an American thing. So, because um, uh, that's the one with Nicole what? Kidman in it. Yes, and it's on Amazon Prime right now. You know, it's, it's in the news quite a bit. People have got their opinions about it. And um, and look, I got already got excited, got the popcorn out. Me and Belinda sitting down. I said, I can't remember which episode I'm in. And then I looked through the script they sent me. I said, oh, F2. And then I looked on Amazon. I was like, oh, F2's out. Let's Let's go. (laughs) And then I kept my eyes peeled. Yeah. You felt a bit like Luke Longley watching The Last Dance. (laughs) (laughs) 
And um and and you know before the um before the holidays before we went on break you were like well I'm sure you'll find a way to uh, to get fired from an acting job uh, <laughs> before you know in your two week break turned out I did so I managed to somehow get kicked off a show um but I tell you what they did do they cut my scene but they kept my voice in the scene right so the 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 scene was a flashback so now they've just kept the focus on Melissa McCarthy and you hear my character talking to her in okay. the background. Wait a minute. So it's the opposite of Aquamarine. <laughs> Wait a Instead minute. Instead of cutting me my voice and keeping my face, they cut my face and kept my voice. So you're telling me that your two <laughs> biggest acting roles of the last decade, if you put them together, they're one whole role. Yes. <laughs> voice and face. If you put them together, you'll see a cool young dude in the back of a Jeep convertible Asking Melissa McCarthy why her husband <laughs> defrauded her, defrauded her of all this money. Well, it could have been worse. They could have got someone else to dub the vo- your voice. Exactly. Um, that, and they that didn't. to me, that to me gave me a ten-year resolution that I didn't get cut from Aquamarine because of my accent. All right. So finally, the case is closed. I was like, you know what? They kept my voice. I'm good enough. So if so, you are watching Nine Perfect Strangers, <laughs> keep an ear out to Matt O'Kine's American accent. But but you know the and then they credited me as Matthew O'Kine. So I was like, ah, oh, I thought I thought I'd be Matt, but it's at the, in the end of the credits it's Matthew. So I feel like I've been I'm in trouble from the film. <laughs> <laughs> coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, Matt, we talked yesterday about China acting like a very strict parent and dictating the uh, the amount of time that under-18s in the country were allowed to play video games, not only the length of time, but the time period, 8 and 9 p.m. between there. It's the only time you're allowed to get on. Yeah. No save points, you know, um, allowed for. Nothing to do with internet bills or anything like that. They've um, just really brought the hammer down on the children of the country, and um, we decided to ask you, when have your own parents acted like a government in the same way? What were what were the rules that you had Especially to live under? The, the, the rhetoric at the moment, I mean, it's a bit extreme, isn't mm. it? There are people calling Dan Andrews Dictator Dan. Yeah. I saw a headline on news.com.au, uh, you know, um, talking about Anastasia Palaszczuk slamming down her iron fist to block the borders, you know. So... Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's it's all a bit much. So we're asking you about your uh, your situations at home when you were growing up. And whether or not you were able to survive as a citizen of your own home. It's a big hello to Tess from Sydney. G'day, Tess. Hi, how are you going? Good, thank you. Did you grow up in Sydney? No, up in the Hunter Valley, actually. Oh, right. Uh, okay, okay. okay. And uh, how would you, would you say that your parents are quite strict? No, but we grew up in the country, so we had a lot of freedom, but I guess they were strict in other ways, especially around TV in particular, in that they just refused to have one in the house. Oh, right. So would you call the parental regime, would we go socialist, communist, Marxist? Was it a dictatorship? Was it a um, democratic republic? Where would you say was the um, was the parenting style? Uh, it was very much a dictatorship in terms of their rules. Uh, you know, it was all on their terms. So, so the children didn't right. get, a, get much of a vote? Not at all, not at how all. Many, how many kids were there? Just two of us. Okay. Um, but were they the was, kind of parents that were like, you, don't you dare watch TV because it'll rot your brain, but 
feel free to get on that quad bike and do jumps <laughs> in the you know back farm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and we were allowed to use the phone as much as we wanted to talk to our friends to stay in touch. This was pre-internet in the mm-hmm. 80s and early 90s. Um, and MSN Messenger, and like computer games and stuff, no worries, but just absolutely no TV. Wouldn't even have one in the house except for school holidays. Um, they would what, would they lug in a would, – would Dad bring one home or something yeah, from uh, a mate's like Harvey, place? Harvey Norman or something used to do, you could hire them. And so what? For, for Christmas holidays, they would hire this big old box of a TV um, <laughs> and a video recorder. We were allowed to go to Blockbuster, hire 10 videos for 10 days, for $10, so no new releases. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that, that to me sounds like, I mean, I visited the, the border of North and South Korea, okay, in the town <laughs> over the border. They put up a fake city to make it look like it's really good. It's like that big hotel. It doesn't work. It's just when people come and tour your house, they see the TV and go, oh, yeah, no, it's all going well here. And then suddenly it's going back to bloody Jerry Harvey. <laughs> yeah. The, the worst bit was, you know, in early high school when you had to pretend you were watching all those cool TV shows. Um, so I missed, obviously, all of Matt's great acting. Um, yep. But... Um, oh, yeah, you missed I, out on all the H2O. Yeah, but I didn't even understand the concept of different channels. What did Channel 9 mean? What did Channel 7 mean? I had to, like, fully research this in my own time, like, really <laughs> sneaky, so that I could pretend I understood in conversations when you were looking at the TV guide at school, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to switch to Channel 9 to watch whatever it was. Oh, but my didn't goodness. you have friends? Didn't you go to friends' houses in the Arvos who's, who got to watch whatever they wanted and stuff? Yeah, and binge watched like it was like my addiction. Like I would watch whatever they were watching. Anything was good enough because it was just something. <laughs> That's um, incredible. Yeah, cool. you're like, have you seen this show, The News? <laughs> it is riveting. <laughs> well, it was it was actually school holidays. The only thing that was on that I remember is the nanny, and obviously I just watched it because that was all that was on. And so my parents still tease me to this day that the nanny is my favourite TV show, and I'm like, that is the only thing that was on when you rented a TV for us. <laughs> wow. So so now after you left home, did the, did the house stay TV free or did the parents oh, yeah. finally just get a get one in and it was just because the kids were in the house? Well, now they can do streaming so they can watch whatever they want. Um, it was. It, I think a lot of it was to do with advertising and stuff. They just mm. didn't want that. So now they just stream, you know, ABC, Ivy or whatever. They're- do you know what? This seems like one of those situations where you'd, you'd come back home 40 years, 30 years later or whatever and they'd be like, yeah, we always had a TV in the shed. We just never, <laughs> yeah. you know, we hid one from you. Uh. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have surprised me. They sent me to boarding school and I got a lot of uh, TV there, so that was fine. Goodness gracious. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad the the country of your house survived the great TV famine of the late 80s, early 90s, and uh, good to see that streaming is back now now in the the future. Yeah, I did a lot of catching up in my 20s, so, yeah. (laughs) Perfectly done. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye, guys. Check out Nine Perfect Strangers. Okay. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, so excited right now to have a chat to uh, one of my favourite artists from out west. Methyl Ethel have been making great tracks for quite a while now and their brand new song drops today. And, geez, we're honoured to be joined by Jake from the band on this momentous occasion. Hello, Jake. 
Hello, hello, hello. Let's talk about this brand new single that you've uh, got out today. It is called Matters. And, it, man, serious. I got sort of video gamey 80s vibes there. Um, is that the sort of, the, you know, what, did you get what, the what, same feeling when you were making it? What video games are we are we talking here? Well, I mean, only because I've been I've been playing a lot of Alex Kidd. I've mentioned it a lot this week. The eight bit kind of kind of vibes, are, you know, are there for me. I mean, I don't I don't know if that was an intention, but that's what I was getting. I suppose there's I suppose there was a lot of there were a lot of games back in the day, which were sort of those scrolling those scrolling mm. games. So sort of the music kind of propelled you along as you. You sort of jumped over things and that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly the sort of game. This is what Matters by Methyl Ethel sounds like. Great. It's sort of frenetic. The BPM is up. What are we at? Because I'm I'm thinking I haven't put on the running shoes yet, but I reckon this is going to be my next running track for when I um, hit the hit the pavements. Jake, wh- where are we sitting there? From memory, I think we're up at around 170. Oh yes, Ooh. please. I think so. Well, look, there's an urgency to it. There's an urgency to the track. It does seem to propel you forward. And I was really interested to hear um, when you were discussing the track, the sort of birthing of it coming from the idea of surrounding earthquakes. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was sort of um, hanging out in LA for quite a while uh, pre-pandemic and sort of like kind of living there at the time. And one day, I guess the thought crossed my mind, shit, I don't know what I'm supposed to do if there's an earthquake and earthquakes happen all the time there, mm. just, just like thinking, well, yeah, what, what, what should I do? Do I get in the bath? Do I, do I pour myself a drink, <laughs> you know, stand under the door frame? Well, I don't it'd, know. It's just, it'd mix it up prepared. well enough if you're uh, <laughs> yeah, needed to. Yeah. Exactly. No stand stirring still. needed. No stirring. <laughs> Shake and not stir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. it. Why do I feel like, I, I feel like my head, do you get in a door frame? Why is, maybe I've yeah, seen I think you, think, I think you a get door in a frame? door frame or you get under a table, don't you? Well, so what I read on the kind of, um, from memory from the like official, I don't know, state of California thing of what the latest thing to do is, it is get on the bed and cover your head with a pillow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Seems really? pretty nice. Yeah. So I put wow. it's one of the lyrics in the song, but... um. That's funny, isn't that's, it? You're dealing with an earthquake the same way you deal with a bad day at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, precisely. Exactly right. Oh, goodness me. Well, there's so much time in LA. How do you deal with the, the Los Angeles sort of mindset, which I love the positivity and the, the grind and the hustle and, you yeah, know, we're all that kind awesome. of thing. It's like, oh, you're Come in a band. On. I'll introduce you to these people. It seems incredible. But being such, you know, an unassuming guy and, you know, this, this band and you're, I'm such a creative person who I guess you've always – the music has been so great. You've forged your own niche when it comes to that. But, yeah, how does Methyl Ethel's ethos fit in with the, the same ethos in Los Angeles? Well, to be honest, it, it doesn't really. And it's funny. It <laughs> yeah. is a real – what you're describing, is a, it's a totally a real thing. Yeah. But I guess the, the, the best, best thing I can say is that when you – when to the people that I really did hit it off with, yeah, I really learned a lot from and, you know, managed to kind of – yeah, make some great friends and like experiences that is the whole thing, isn't it? Like going over and, and learning from people. And that's kind of what it was. I was mm-hmm. sort of was able to, you know, work on a bit of um, music with some people, but really just, just be in a room with 
you know, be in some incredible rooms just talking about music and that sort of thing. And yeah, I found it to be really, really good. But the the um, unbridled enthusiasm is sometimes, um, yeah, it's the antidote for your own kind of enthusiasm. Yeah, I <laughs> um, for sure. I- I love the production and the mixing on Matters. One of the sounds that sticks out to me is there's some sort of like, I don't know if it's, I'll try and mimic it, but it seems like a sort of really panned out clicking kind of thing. That clicking of the microphone there. On either, like, you know, spread really wide in the ears. Is that a standard kind of, you know, hi-hat or we? how creative did you get with the sounds? Not just on this track, but with any of the tracks. So... For a lot of the kind of like swells into bits and pieces, I, I, I've, I've used random things like um, I thought like, oh, you know, usually in, in a lot of music you have like a like a white noise kind of exciting boost thing. I thought, how cool would it be if you yeah. had like an like an arrow? <laughs> like oh, whoa. A, a proper archery kind of. So there's some, some of that sort of stuff in there. And Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. You got an actual archer's arrow in no, there? I just found like a, I found like a, some, some like sound effects and things like that. Okay, cool. So you, you got, got Robin you Hood to come and record in the studio. <laughs> yeah. You weren't standing You're dropping next with to the, the target <laughs> holding your, uh, <laughs> holding your yeah. microphone out. Yeah, well, I'm being, uh, that would be, that would be incredible. You know, we could, we could go there. We could totally go there. Um, get, yeah, get what, Nottingham? Is it yeah. Nottingham? <laughs> is that where you're go going to way, get yeah. the arrows? <laughs> Sherwood Forest, uh, uh, I think, is where we're going. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it, not Nottingham. <laughs> Sherwood Forest. Was what the, was yeah. this? The, the Mary sheriff Menem. of Nottingham came down and <laughs> did, that, did that stuff. Um, do you think you'll go back to LA? Totally. It's, I, love, I love it there. It was cool. We got to yeah. go to a... Um, we went to a Lakers game, which was pretty awesome. Nice. Oh, we can we talk about a methyl ethyl courtside, or yeah, are we, we down in there the with Jack Nicholson? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I was trying to do some star spotting. I feel like Jonah Jonah Hill was there, but then again, no. Let's just say Jonah Hill was there. That's what I think that was <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we saw Jonah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty believable. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. You can have those things. I was chatting to my partner who was over in LA one time, and just. Things happen in those situations where you start doing things, you meet your heroes, and she ended up in a car with Yonzi from Sigaross in her, his Tesla, <laughs> driving along, singing Nicki Minaj's Super Bass. Did any sort of, <laughs> did you have a pinch yourself moment when you'd met someone you're really a big fan of or something like that? It was also an education for someone who's sort of um, like lives, lives a life away from a lot of uh, the sort of popular mainstream world i have to be kind of educated onto who somebody is but i did some work with this guy who who's good friends and housemates with charlie xcx oh nice wow and her house is amazing she wasn't there <laughs> but um, yeah i think i think it's like um it must have been it's like one of those snow white houses apparently or something maybe what's, what's like, a snow white house maybe the maybe like she, the didn't live, she lived in, in a cave day. with gnomes you know exactly. Dwarves, yeah. Sorry. There's all these. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think perhaps back it's like old Hollywood back in the early days of Disney and, and stuff. There's like a bunch of houses that I think the animators designed or something, where it was based on like a bit of that. Oh, look. I might be wrong, wow. but it's like got a bit of that sort of Snow White feel inside. For sure, and Jonah Hill was there as well. He was also <laughs> there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. Well, Jake, we cannot wait to uh, hear matters today. You can go and check it out right now. Is it off a bigger, you know, body of work? Is that where we're going to be 
Um, is it going to be part of that a little bit down the track? You know what? Because we're all such good friends here, and I know that we can keep it between us. Uh, oh, of course, will, Jackie, will, you're not going to drop it, a little exclusive for Matt and Alex here, are you? Is that what you're doing I right mean, here? I mean, uh, we got, should let's, we get the Neapolitan out? Because this sounds like a <laughs> scoop. <laughs> um, yeah, it will It will be on on uh, a longer form to be perhaps, you know, out there at some stage. <laughs> Incredible. Scoop. Well, there you go. Wow. Well, you heard it here first on All Day <laughs> Breakfast. Jake from Methyl Ethel. Uh, it has been an absolute honor. I can't wait to see Methyl Ethel live again. I think last time I saw you was not too long before the pandemic around Howler, um, an incredible show. So I cannot wait to see it again. Do you have any shows in Perth that are coming up over the sort of Christmas period? There are so many moving bits and pieces that are, uh, uh, you know, written down <laughs> But I don't know. Oh, i got to tell you, Jake, you're not giving happen. us much here <laughs> at all. So you're currently sure. working on a, some a longer thing and there may be a gig sometime. Hey. hey. <laughs> That's as, that's as good as we can do at the moment, I think. Jake is sorting us out more than most. Show. Thank you very we, much. We, we, we cancelled. We had to postpone our last couple of shows four times or something. So, Oh, my uh, gosh. Well, look, we're so glad that there's gonna, there's there's, there's uh, light on the horizon. Yeah, and I'm sure once they do get locked in, you can uh, see it all on the Methyl Ethel Instagram as well, at Methyl Ethel Jake. It's been an absolute pleasure, my man. Uh, we'll catch you soon. Hey, next time you're at a show, make sure to uh, come and say, Hello. Will do, man. All right. Will do. You. Catch you, mate. <laughs> See ya. Well, yeah, it's a Friday, Alex Dyson, which means we dive into the fridge, see what is in those tasty little containers, and... Uh, Get cracking on our leftovers. That's right. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us throughout the week about whatever you hear on the podcast. We love it in the inbox, Alex. And let's start off with a voice message, shall we? You can send us one at any time via the very same box. And uh, Ash got in touch due, due to our non-offensive offences, offences that you get you get pulled up on by the authorities, but you reckon you're a little bit hard done by. This is what Ash had to say. Hey boys, Ash from Melbourne here. I uh, wanted to share a story about my unfair offence, though it wasn't mine, it was my dad's. Uh, when I was 14, we were driving down Maroondah Highway and dad got pulled over by the cops for not having his headlights on at dusk and he quizzed them about it, saying he wasn't aware that it was a law. And the guy said, you have to have your headlights on if the streetlights are on, even if it's still bright. And Dad said, well, the streetlights aren't on, so I don't understand why you've pulled me over. And as he finished that sentence, the lights went on and then Dad got fined and he was fuming. <laughs> so now I always, thank God I've got automatic headlights now, but, yeah, bit of a dog act. Oh, you my God. You can't be pulled over <laughs> sitting there. You look up, they turn on, and so you get fined after that. No, you're pulled Is over. Is that a real thing, though? But I, I tell you what, my car has the auto lights and they always turn on in the afternoon, and I've always been like, why? Mm. But I wonder if that is part of the setting, that once once it hits 4 o'clock or so, it knows, oh, sun could be going down soon, better get your, get, get your sorted, mate. A little bit dim, who knows? There's a few other non-offensive offences we'll get to right here. Clayton sent us a message saying, I got a, I got a parking fine while I was buying a ticket from the machine. When I called the council, they said the fine was for not displaying the ticket correctly. 
except the ticket was in my hand. I hadn't gotten a chance to get back to my car. <laughs> yeah, sure, Clayton. You probably, <laughs> you know, go on and buy a ticket from the machine via the pub or whatever, you know, via the restaurant for two hours, you liar. Um, <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> Don't listen to him, Clayton. <laughs> Ash, uh, Ash says, I'm originally from South Australia. I moved to Melbourne and did a trip to Geelong to see a mate's band play. All the highways in South Australia are 110 and I just assumed the highway to Geelong was the same. It wasn't no. 100. I got done for speeding five times on the one drive. Oh, what? <laughs> no. Mate, no. Okay, Ash. There are a lot of speed cameras on that road, though. There would have been. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of signs, yeah. too. It's <laughs> going I into mean, autopilot once. there, Ash. Rough stuff. Stephen sent us a message as well. Uh, my mate got handcuffed, put in the paddy wagon, and slapped with a $1,500 fine for f- climbing a flagpole after a night out. Is that a rule that you're not allowed to climb a flagpole or is it like trespassing or what? Yeah, I wonder what, what the actual offence was because you can't you can't be doing it for climbing a tra- flagpole. That's not a law. It'd have to be. Surely, right? Yeah. You can't be a flag. <laughs> it's illegal well, I'm, I'm, I just Googled it now. And flag. A, a, there's a headline under uh, KUTV.com. Uh, a day in the life of a professional flagpole climber. Well, if it's if it's a profession, <laughs> oh, I think I think that they are oh, that they they paint it and repair it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess they'd probably be licensed as well. So the offence is probably climbing a flagpole without a license. Well, and they're actually saying they're saying it's quite dangerous because the winds. Yes, they're very they're, they're bendy. Yes, yikes! So it's probably yeah they're probably trying to save. It's the, the fine is to save you. Well, unless you know? I would say it's fine to climb a flagpole if you go up and you stop. You know, in a flagpole, there's like a little metal clip that just bangs against the flagpole in yeah. weather. I just remember at school, <laughs> just you're sitting in class, and just like bing, 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 bing. Like, can someone use a, a quieter clip material? Thank you. Uh, we've also got a call here from Lucy, who's got in touch. G'day, Lucy. Hi, how are you going? Good, thank you. Now, during the week, um, we put our brows very, very high and started um, talking about uh, prank call names. Uh, mm. You've yourself got one. Uh, I did, yes. Um, I was born with one, so that was oh. nice of my parents. So your parents so- named you something that, when said, could have been interpreted differently. Yes, and I kind of didn't really think about it until I heard the very classy Lou Sanus. <laughs> Situation. Um, so Lucy, obviously my first name, and Luce is a pretty natural nickname. Yeah, for there's plenty Lucy. of Luces around the place. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Luce. But I don't know if there's many of them whose last name is Ol. Um, oh. So when <laughs> Wait. you say Luce Ol, so your last name is Ol. How's that spelled? Used to be O H L. It's a pretty rare name. Ol. Luce Ol. Luce Ol. Yeah. Wait, so, surely you knew this before I we started talking about loose sadness. I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, okay, I did. But I didn't I didn't know until I was probably like nine, some friend's older brother laughed and he was like, Ha 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 and he's obviously <laughs> just come to realise what it was. Um and then yeah, I never no one ever really I don't know, I never introduced myself as loose ol, it was always Lucy. Um, but then I would make a joke and make light of it and say, Yeah, mm. ha, ha, great, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so your name changed? Was that due to marriage or something? Or did you just go it, down and yes. go want something different? 
No, no, I got married and it was a very easy, quick decision to change. Uh, you didn't nice. marry Mr. Sanus, luckily. I did not, no. That was, yeah, that would have been well, a no-go. No someone else, uh, Madison texted in as well to at matt.n.alex, said, listening to today's episode, talking about names, I went to school with a Shay King. Shay King, and, that's not bad. And Yeah, and Anita Bone. <laughs> so there you go. You're, you're in a class of many. Loose. Yeah, yes. It's a name I hold dear, so I, you know, I'll never forget that I had such an amazing name oh, well, you know, most of my life. We thank you for calling up in regards to that one. We appreciate you getting in touch and thanks so much for listening to the podcast. No worries. Catch you later. All right, bye. And thank you for joining us on All Day Breakfast today and this week it has been a whole heap of fun hanging, an old heap of fun hanging out, as you, you could almost <laughs> say. Um, so we're about to get going, but, Matt, we couldn't leave today's show without... Uh, Given the people one last bit of audio, the incredible American accents from a man who studied for years at the Queensland University of Technology. Technology, yep. Bachelor um, of Fine Arts in Acting. Which came into use in Nine Perfect Strangers, Episode 2, flashback scene, Melissa McCarthy. They cut his face out, but the voice needed to be heard and this is what you can hear if you tune in to Nine Perfect Strangers starring Police Officer <laughs> 2 aka <laughs> Matt O'Kine. we'll catch you next week bye bye you're a good detective you can keep it God, I told him I loved him <laughs> it's an imaginary person and I I told him I loved him this happens to a lot of women of your age and circumstance. Yep, that's that was it. There it is. And Matt once again remains a stranger to the Oscars committee. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.